So you're going to tell the people that I'm not an asshole or no? No. I'm not going to lie to everybody. Dude, why is everyone thinking that I'm the reason why we haven't done this show? I, I feel like you're perpetuating a storyline and a false narrative about me. I'm, I'm not perpetuating anything. I, I have not made any comments to the public, but I mean, it doesn't take a forensic a forensic investigator to look at the timeline of what has happened here. We were cooking. Mr. Spell's got a show on Amazon just out there swinging his thing. And then episodes started to less and less, eventually none. It's okay, man. You're out there shining. I'm not even mad at you. I fully support you getting your flagship program off the ground. But let's be real. Brando's always been about them streets. I'm always here for everybody. I'm always here for y'all. Right, we're back. What up, what up, what up? Jason Spells in New York City. Brandon Eller coming to us from uh, Topanga Canyon, California today. What's happening, boss? I was wondering if you're going to keep that up. That was a good one. You know, I had no clue. I see, that, I see you looking at your Google Maps. I had no clue to paint. I always just thought it was Baby Girl from Boy Meets World. And then I saw, I was like, oh, there's a canyon named that. Oh, okay. You think, oh, do, we, do we know where Topanga is today? Do we even know what her real name is? Um, Danielle Fisher. And okay. I don't know where she is today. But um, when they relaunched, like, the Girl Meets World show on Disney or whatever a few years ago, I think they, like... You know, how's the cast doing? Still looking gorgeous as ever. Um, Funny enough, not the first time I've said it on here, but my favorite sports show is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And they just did a, a little rant last Friday where they talked about their childhood crushes, and she actually came up. And I had a lot of respect for them for her name popping up. Uh, you know, I was not watching them last Friday, and I agree. She was a childhood crush. That's what I'm hoping she's... uh. Still have crushing it. Wherever Danielle Fisher is, this show is for you. Oh, man. So much to talk about. We haven't done this in, like, what, two months? I feel like we should just, like, kind of ease back in, you know, let everybody know we're here. We're coming back. We're going to, you know, we got a new contract penned. Um, Jason's making 10 times more per episode than me. Um, you know, it's okay. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm here because I love and support my friend. Um, but yeah, we're back, people. For, for the back. record, y'all, we have actually seen each other way too much over the last two months. In a ten day span, yeah. we saw each other in three different cities and two different countries. We we did. We saw more of each other in a four month period, five month period than we did in probably the last five years. This is true. Uh in quintessential brand and elder fashion. I walk out of a, I guess, uh, an apartment or whatever, our place in Cabo San Lucas. I'm like, hey, Brandon, you're going to miss your flight. No, I'm good. I'm good. Ah, don't worry about it. It's delayed. I'm good. Next text from Brandon. Yo, I barely made it. They moved my flight back up. I made it three minutes before they closed the door. <laughs> Typical Brandon Edlow. I did. I got lucky. I'm telling you, they did. They never communicated. I get the email the day after my flight. Your flight has been changed. I'm like, yep. All right. I know you're going to roast me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set you up perfectly. But I guess that's why you don't fly Spirit. I've never had a problem with Spirit. Oh, you flew Spirit? Of- yeah, I worked too hard to fly Spirit. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. It was spirit, but uh, I'm like, yeah, how are you going to like email me the next day and tell me my flight was changed? <laughs> but it, I mean, look, I was a little stressed, but it did. It worked out perfect from the moment I got to the airport. Like I got through security and some lady was like literally waiting right past the the um, the non-tax, the duty-free whatever store. She's like, are you Brandon Edler? I was like, yeah. You serious? I think I, yeah. I was like, yeah, I, I, think I committed service. any crimes. Um, she's like, hurry up. Come to this gate. They're about to leave. I was like, okay, let's do this. Got on the plane. They shut the door. And we were out. How much does a concierge service at Spirit cost? Is that actually $35? <laughs> probably. I don't know. <laughs> I was prepaid for everything. I probably, I'm surprised they didn't try and bill me 200 bucks for that, just for letting me know. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So we have so much to talk about. We can't get to everything because once again, we've been out here living our lives for the last four. Dude, I don't know when last time we take, but we've been living. But we're back February. now. February. Super February. Yeah. Super. Sure. We, we, we've we been off basically since football's been off, which is okay. Fine. Okay. I respect that. We, 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 we missed a lot and we're going to get to it. And I'm going to start. Oh, man. Java rant. Everybody that says something about it, but I'm going to speak on it because on this very show, I have been riding hard for John Morant. I've yeah. actually said in Ja we trust. Ja is the only player I would pay to see. He's so special. He's amazing. Did you see what Ja just did? Whatever happens to Ja in his career at this point, we have to be we have to be okay with it. If the NBA comes back to spend the fourth season, so be it. If Nike drops him, so be it. When you are given an a blessed opportunity in life, you have a responsibility to not mess it up. And that is what he is in the process of doing. He is in the process of taking everything that he and the people around him, the good people around him, clearly the other people around him love to put him on IG. Why? I have no clue. If you are there, if they're your boys, take the damn phone from them. Period. Yo, you riding with me? Nobody has a phone. You look at this John Morant situation, and it's someone who clearly doesn't understand there's consequences to every action. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, it's America, Second Amendment, guns, guns, guns. Look, you do have a Second Amendment as a citizen, but as a worker for a company, as a brand, as a quarter billion dollar business, which his contract does have him at, you do not have those same courtesies as a law-abiding everyday citizen. There are certain things you just can and cannot do. This is being one. He got away with it the first time. To come back the second time to show no understanding, to show, I mean, he had the the faux remorse, if you will, with his Jalen um, mm-hmm. interview, but to sit there and show no comprehension no of, I, yeah, exactly. It, I'm a fan of John Moran's game. I'm not a fan of John Moran, the man. And I can separate the two, but right now, whatever happens with him in his career, it is what it is. Period. Yeah. It, it I mean, you said everything. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. This might be the second biggest thing that Adam Silver's ever done. The first being the bubble. Because this is a top 10, top 15 face of your league. And you have to suspend him. That eight-game suspension, that wasn't anything. The whole, I'm working on myself to be better. I have to deal with stress is better. I don't quite quote Gilbert Arenas that much because I think Gilbert Arenas sometimes makes jokes of things that aren't necessarily funny but his comment the other day where he said you got to come out and say you either have an alcohol or a drug problem but this vague I'm working on myself and dealing with stress is better nothing about that correlates to I'm waving a gun around unnecessarily yeah yeah I um from what I've gathered from Adam Silver's interview the other day with Malika he he feels slighted. 
He feels very disrespected. Dude lied to him. He did. It, it, not even that. He just kind of wasted his time and just like, you know, almost like a child does to a, a parent, you know, just tells them what they want to hear so they can go and, go and live their double life behind their back. But the difference is, you know, like you said, this is a, it's a pretty major profession and he's getting paid a lot of money to represent, you know, I don't know what we call the NBA and the NFL. They call it the shield, whatever, but, you know, represent the league. I think he's... I, Initially, I thought this was all being blown out of proportion and he might get 15 to 20 games, but the deeper and deeper this gets, I think he's getting a half a season. Well, you take a look at, once again, none of this happens in a bubble. Okay, we have the second gun incident, which happened over the weekend. We have the first gun incident in Denver. We have the story about he hopped into a car and a red laser was pointed at the Indiana Pacers in which it looked like it was coming off of a gun and he was in the SUV. There was also the situation in which he's playing pickup with a high schooler at his house. He beats up a high schooler and reportedly brandishes a gun. And then you have the situation in which he goes to the mall because he felt like his mother was disrespected. And he's told the security guard, I'll catch you when you get off work. And then... There's the tweet that says hollows are free to catch. Everyone's free to catch a hollow. So many of you know, but hollow is a hollow tip bullet. These hollows are free. So the references is illegal in every state, if I'm not mistaken. The references to guns, the accessories around him who have gun tie, all of these things, yeah, individually they're blown out of proportion. Collectively, you have an issue. You have a major problem. What are we going to do? Wait until he actually does assault somebody with a gun or a shot, shoot somebody. God forbid. You know, I don't know what that looks like, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's clearly he's on the path of something very dangerous. So we'll wait and see what Adam Silver does. But that came down. Have to speak on it. I know everyone else has spe- uh, spoke on it more timely than we have. But just our thoughts on the on the situation. Now we're moving on to the actual games that are going on right now, and we have a rematch of the Bubble Final Four. Boston taking on Miami, L.A. taking on Denver. Should we put some respect on Bron James in the bubble championship now? Um, yes and no. I mean, I think everybody feels like the bubble was a little bit weird in general, like to take three or four months off the season, pick back up. But yeah, there's some key injuries. Like, I still think if Denver doesn't lose Murray, they might have been able to whatever. whatever. Yeah, I guess. So, so that being said, now we have this rematch of these four teams. Can anyone beat Denver? I'm being honest. In a seven-game series, can any of these teams beat Denver? And Miami, second question, I know I said it like one question, but two. Miami ain't supposed to keep doing this, bro. Miami ain't supposed to be here. How do they keep doing this? Jimmy, I'll hang up and listen to your thoughts. Jimmy is literally a force of nature. I, I, he, by no means am I trying to say he's the second coming of Jordan, but he's probably the closest thing we've had to Jordan in a long time since Kobe's retired in the sense of just put it on my shoulders. Let me ride this out. I'm going to, you know, absolutely take over a game. And I get LeBron's had a couple of seasons with Cleveland where he was the man and they really didn't have a filled out roster, but it's just like the whole offense goes through him and, and the way he's be able to score without needing six or seven threes or not being able to physically overpower people like LeBron's been able to, like Jimmy is just a force of nature. I think Chuck said it, or no, 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 it's Kenny who said it last night and he said it perfectly. I was having a conversation with one of my friends on the side and said something similar, but it's like Miami's three, four, five, six, seven 
is nowhere near as good as Boston's three, four, five, six, and seven. Like you one and two, it, you know, I'd take Brown and Tatum all day over Bam and Jimmy. But once you get into that next group of players, like Boston is just loaded and somehow Miami Smart, continues. Horford, Williams, yeah. Brogdon. White, Brogdon, yeah. yeah, yeah. But somehow Miami just keeps doing this. And it's just another testament to the game. Like Miami shoots so well some of these games. Like how do you compete with them? But Boston does the same thing. I think that's kind of where they are, where they are. I think – it's cliche it is, right? Like when Tom Brady was in New England, it was the Patriot way. Yep. Heat culture. When they say heat culture, it's a real thing. It's a real thing because they sit there and the sum of their parts is better than the individual, right? Like they go get guys who fit what they need them to do for that team. Yep. And then and they yeah. put that team together and they're competitive with. Yeah. And they're still missing Tyler Hero too. I mean, if if he, if my understanding, he's you know he was supposed that to be might not be a bad thing because I don't know if I need to see Jack Harlow at every game, especially a white man can't jump coming out. If Tyler Hero was playing, Jack Harlow be at every damn game, and we see three hundred and seventy five commercials for white man can't jump. I didn't know they had a bromance like that. He but, literally uh, brought a song out look, called Tyler Hero. I, I yeah, I forgot. I forgot all about that. <laughs> I try and forget about Jack Harlow's music on a frequent basis. But uh, that reminds me. I, I I guess I need to put an on air apology. Uh, one night I uh, fired up the blunt and watched the new House Party movie. It really wasn't that bad. So now I feel like I got to give White Men Can't Jump a chance. And my boss actually <sighs> said he went and saw the premiere, and he's like, he couldn't hate on it that hard. He said it was pretty good. Is Rosie Perez in it? If Rosie no, Perez ain't my, in it, I ain't watching it. Period. Perez, Kitty ain't it. I'm sorry. Anyways. <laughs> if Rosie Perez ain't in it, I ain't watching it. Period. All right. All right. I tell you, All I saw right. Rosie Perez one day at work. You did not. Okay, so for y'all, like, the um people who, like, watch watch What Happens Live, if y'all are in that whole uh, housewife thing, they tape the show for the housewives on the same studios where I do my show. And so I was diddy bopping through, you know, walking through the office. And I see her. And but I saw her like, you know, you catch somebody like a glimpse of them walking away. It took everything in me not to run her down. Like, Rose, Rose, come on, Rose, Rose. It took everything for me not to do that. I had to be professional. But in that moment, I was like, that's Rosie freaking Perez. I was shook. I was. Seriously. Her, her aura is real. Um, uh <laughs> other things we'll talk about. That was a quick NBA talk. I thought we were gonna go longer NBA. Victor went by Yama. Man, damn it, the Hornets. How come the Hornets can't get them one overall pick? Uh, I was cheering for you. I, uh, all I could think in my Man. mind once they got down to the final four is like him and Melo, him and Melo, him and Melo. Like that would be a lot on the watch. Now he's taking his boring ass to San Antonio. I guess not his boring ass, but his ass to boring ass San Antonio. Like, but they do good for talent. Man, look. Okay, the last three number one, last two number one overall picks: Tim Duncan, David Robinson. Now I don't know how long he's going to have pop for. Let's just call a spade a spade on that. But, bro, it's just such a boring, boring franchise. And not exactly like he seems like he's like exuberating a ton of personality, but I don't know. I'm, Pop's done nothing to me. I Great coach, obviously, seems like a great guy, really like looks after his players. They think he's kind of a complete asshole, the journalist, but that's a completely different story. No, I'll take that back because I've interviewed Pop before. Now, granted, I didn't have to work with him on a daily basis. But you, you, you've you, seen him, though, where he's oh, yeah. very condescending for no reason to people, and it's like, all right, I get it. Like, you're annoyed with it, but you're also being paid a massive amount of money to just 
hear some of their like bush league questions it is what it is you don't got to be a bobby knight about it which i think he is borderline kind of abusive with people but anyways that's a whole another story um yeah i felt bad for you man i felt bad for you so i really thought i really thought charlotte was gonna get it and now we're stuck with another meet either brandon miller or scoot henderson but like it doesn't match with mellow and i have no clue what organization what the organization's doing as far as bill yeah we gotta sell the team george's trying to sell the team uh damn yeah who knew uh so, I, go ahead yeah I, I was i was gonna say charlotte or houston those were the two i was really hoping for oh you see uh, the there. video when they saw that houston got the fourth yeah. pick, his reaction yeah. he did not want to go to houston whatsoever no why did yeah. why, why he oh he made Duncan got a job since we ain't been working too yeah. Actually, Which, uh, I want to see what he does with that team in Houston. Another team that has talent, has individual pieces, but they have no like organizational built in which this is how the pieces work together. That and they don't have a franchise player. Like I, I think let you do realized, it green like that. Yeah. He but he ain't it. He ain't it. I like him, but I think he's like RJ Barrett 2.0. Give him a lot of volume shooting. He can have some pretty good games, but he's not a high percentage shooter. He's not a put-me-on-your-back kind of player. Porter Jr., not quite that guy, even though he's been really impressive. Um, who who was their pick last year, the forward? I'm blanking on his name. Your guess is good as mine. I watched three of their games all season. Um, I just know Green but, yeah, and he, he was like That's all I know. He would he would have been a top three pick last year. Um, he's the son of a player. He's good, but he's probably going to be like a 20-8 and eight kind of guy at the very most, like – no, they really needed this, and I mean, even if they get James Harden back for this twilight years, like oh no, yo, that's not it. Can you actually believe this man is wants to go back to Houston that bad? Like, there's nothing about that team that says you can compete for a division title, let alone an NBA title or a Western Conference title. He wants to go back to the city of Houston that bad. He's like, I mean, damn guy, the winning. This- I'm trying to win in a club. Exactly. This dude flew to Vegas, what, the night before one of the biggest games in the Boston series? Like, I've defended him enough. I, I, I James Harden, you you won me a couple of fantasy basketball leagues. You were a lot of fun to watch. But damn, dude, like, how many times, like, even though you had some of the best games of your playoff career, you still do things like go to Vegas 24 hours before a game six or a game, like, it just doesn't make any sense to he me. He told like, Phil he needed a vacation. You ain't Dennis Rodman, <laughs> and, and you also like you just you. I don't know. He's the history hasn't worked out that way where he can go and do these things and come back and play the next day. There's somebody deep on Reddit like a year or two ago where it was like, I deed the cities with the best strip clubs in the United States of America and Toronto, and then when James Harden played there, his stats like dropped significantly in those specific cities. Like it was wild. I can see that. Oh, this just in. Uh, are you familiar with the uh, boardroom, CNBC, uh, the you know commerce network, and the boardroom, which is like a social media venture between Kevin Durant and Kevin Durant. Durant. Rich yeah. Kleisman, Kleisman. They're Kevin having Durant, uh, their Please. their boardroom game plan, and so they have speakers announced for this event they're doing in con- uh, conference with CNBC. Amongst the speakers is Travis Scott. Remember last time we were doing this, we were still trying to figure out if Travis Scott was done after the whole situation with some person died at Astrofest. I think Travis Scott's back. It's amazing how quickly people like glance over things. He's got a new album coming out real soon. He was just uh, at Houston Astros practice playing it for him. So apparently he's dropping in like the next month or two. 
Um, but no, I'm not shocked. This is pretty on brand for stuff like that. I don't know. I, uh, one thing that I've looked back on, like if, if we treated, you know, the first hundred episodes is kind of like game film. I think sometimes we have a tendency to be like the echo chamber, just be overly critical on things. And it's like, not that that's not a big deal, not that it wasn't a significant thing, but you know, we don't, we don't have any intimate knowledge of the ins and outs of what Travis Scott did or didn't know. We're speculating based on of a lot of other people's opinions and mm -hmm. things that are presented mm -hmm. in front of us. So anyways, it is what it is. Um, also, I would like to take a second to mention um, your boys bringing the pen back out. I'm actually going to be writing a couple of features for Boardroom in the near future. You serious? Breaking news, yeah. everybody. Brandon Etler. I hadn't yeah. even told Jason that. Yeah, I had no clue. Congratulations, man. Appreciate that. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, Maybe may uh, writing one or two features for them a month moving forward. We'll see how these first couple ones go. Got a lot going on. But yeah, I missed it. Um, have a friend over there who um, I've been writing with since day one. And we had caught up and talked. And he kind of threw it out there. And yeah, I'm done. So we'll, you know, keep you posted. Um, I think first two people will really enjoy one's basketball related and one's hip hop related. Oh, we're super excited to read it. Brandon, excellent writer. You can check his stuff out on Complex. Uh, but now, more importantly, he's coming fresh to your social media feeds and inboxes weekly, daily, monthly, yearly, whenever you need it, in addition to your ears right here on the backup part. Whoa, I said I actually said my actual Amazon show. Damn. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> believe I, I like default. That lets you know how when you're like, when you talk, you just get in cruise control. Yeah. It's and like muscle like, memory. It just flowed out the actual other show I do other than this one. Well, damn. Well, not that show. I. It's so interesting. You were talking about like the first 100 episodes looking at game film. I think if we were to rename the podcast, I would name it Selective Perspective. Because like, Everything is relative, right? Like when we're listening to things in the moment and reacting to them, we're operating with the information we have at that time mm -hmm. and the breakneck speed in which information comes out. I mean, how many times have we taped the show and then before we get it up, something about it changed? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the uh, kind of the gift and the curse of this like reactionary talk show radio, which I'm actually in the middle of listening to Stephen A. Smith's latest book, Straight Shooter. And um, he has a really good chapter about, you know, kind of the, the the building of first take with the Skip Bayless and just a lot of history there. I didn't realize the kind of the kinship that they have, which I didn't realize a lot of things about Stephen A. I didn't realize it actually gave me a newfound respect for him. Like, yeah, is he uh, very obnoxious? And do I disagree with some of his takes? Absolutely. But as a man, I don't think I could ever say a bad word about Stephen A again after I started this book. Oh, the dude's work chapters left. Yeah. The dude is not just a, not just about the worker, but just the things that he's done for people and, and just the conviction he's had. And you know, there's two sides to every story. I'm sure if somebody wrote a rebuttal book about some of the stuff that, you know, maybe he doesn't shine through the way he does in his own words. But nonetheless, like I it I've been very impressed by it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh won't hold y'all too long. You know, I uh you know, we talked about my sports fandom because I'm the one person on here who actually likes teams. Uh, did you see that? I sent you that video of Bryce Young with his first practice with the Carolina Panthers when the offensive line stood up and you couldn't see him? No, maybe. I can't remember. That was a while it's ago. like I do have to have that uh, 
that yeah okay i know i was rough on not rough but like i i called out the fact that colin murray is small in stature damn it bryce young is too he little bro he the offensive line literally stood up and he disappeared he was that little he um i think he's gonna be all right though i think he's gonna be all right though It, it really seems like i mean look we're at the time in the NFL season where everybody's gushing about their new pickups, like nobody's going to be like, oh, we fucked up and we shouldn't have drafted this guy first overall. But everybody genuinely seems like they're really happy about him. I think the one thing that I'm really loving about the league is, you know, for a while there, it seemed like guys would get drafted in the first round, quarterback specifically, and it's like you didn't really know for two or three years whether – they were who you thought they were kind of thing. I think we're figuring that out a lot quicker now. I think by week 10, you're going to know if Bryce Young is going to be a suitable franchise quarterback or if you guys are kind of back to the drawing board. You said I'm not a fan of teams. You're right. I mean, everybody just moves around so quickly. It's not like it was in the 90s. And and that's a good thing and a bad thing in a lot of ways. But that being said, um, I had been texting with my uncle. The reason I lived in Indianapolis is for as long as I did since about February and said, Anthony Richardson, I want the Colts to take him. I really think he's the the one for them. They took him. I feel kind of committed. I, I think I'm I'm back wearing the horseshoe for a while. I mean, if you say so. I like him too. He's super talented. Obviously, I have athletic things today. You just want to see how his game progresses and grows and how he plays and if he can, you know, master defenses. And that's with any rookie quarterback. That's not specifically the Anthony Richardson. Don't, if anyone's listening to this, don't assume that I'm criticizing his abilities to read a defense. No, he has to adjust to the NFL game. It's a different game. But, Mm -hmm. you know, he didn't have the same amount of film and play much like we saw with a Stroud or with Bryce. Uh, Oh, before we get out of here, you want finesse of the week or who asked for this? Which one you want now? Finesse of the week. Okay, boom. Uh, certain cities, we have a salad chain called Sweet Green. And if you follow me on Instagram, I posted this a couple weeks ago. Sweet Green is like a chipotle, if you will, of salads. They make salads. Unnecessarily expensive, $17 salads, but salads nonetheless. I see on Instagram, keep in mind, I don't even follow them on Instagram. The damn ad put it up, is like promoted. They're like, get your merch. The damn salad store is selling sweatshirts that just got salad on it. Just a green sweatshirt with the word salad. $55 damn dollars. They got to, man. They've Ooh, been in an operation. They, nobody. Well, sadly, probably a lot of people who really love kale. You know, people are weird You can about, make like, the sweatshirt for $22. I don't disagree. Uh, but I don't think they've had an operational profit yet, even though their valuation is, like, fairly strong. But, like, yeah, I think they just straight up stay losing money, so they're probably jumping in the merch game to try and hemorrhage some of that negative financial reporting. Merch is the biggest finesse in the history of finesses. Uh, final thing, and that's just because I just literally saw this on Twitter, which we all agree Twitter's gone downhill substantially since Musk bought it. Um, so, the advertise, right, a promotable. Now, keep in mind, I have no clue how this is. This popped up on my Twitter feed. Shit you not. From Colaplast Interventional Urology. Because girth matters, tighten inflatable penile prosthesis delivers 17% more girth for greater stimulation satisfaction. Learn more about the BioFlex difference and how Titan IPP is designed for performance for the opera- from the operating room to the bedroom. They are actually someone is, or I guess the Colaplast Interventional, is buying ad space 
for penile enhancements on Twitter. If you need to know more to the downfall of Twitter, there you have it. Um, I mean, it's no worse than the lady grabbing me you and Biwak on the way to the Long Beach race and asking if our tea levels were too low. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Story talk. Damn. <laughs> me, B. Adler, and our other friend Brewalk, we were walking through the IndyCar race in the streets of Long Beach, and just walking through. And this woman and this guy is like standing there. You know, people always hustling. Do you want to check your tea levels? Like, nah, I'm good. Like, I don't know. I'm just not nah, good. Like, I'm good. I'm walking to a race. This yeah. guy, like, it was a little dude too. So he had like little man syndrome. He's like, "Are you sure about that?" I was like, "Judging by the sound of your voice and the fact it's substantially higher than mine, are you sure about your testosterone level?" <laughs> Whatever it takes to make people feel insecure. That's the fin- that's the true finesse of all of this. Feel insecure about yourself, but don't worry. If you spend money, you'll feel secure for a split second. Bars. As always, I'd like to thank y'all for listening to the show. Brandon Edler, what should they do? From Topanga Canyon, eat, California. Eat, each one, reach one, and if you can, seize one. Daniel Fisher, Danielle Fisher, wherever you are, Topanga, we love you. Put your people on so they can put their people on. We're going to see y'all back. Are we going to do this next week? We're going to do this next week, right? Yeah, we're, we're going to do it once a week until football comes back, and then we'll see if we can spring it back to two. But you got one a week, at least for the time being.